Hey you guys, this is Nikki Trends from Bubble Bath Stories, and I bet you're always wondering, how are we able to come up with stories for our show? We have a little secret weapon, Flipboard.com. Flipboard curates the world's stories so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. So get started now at Flipboard.com. You are now listening to an all-new episode of Bubble Bath Stories with your hosts, Nikki Trends and Manny Oso. What's up, what's up, hoochies and hooligans? Good morning, good afternoon, good night, whenever you're listening. Uh, this is your girl, Nikki Trends. And this is your boy, Manny Oso. So, we just quickly want to thank the 27 people who listened to our first podcast. Yeah, we couldn't be happier about that uh, just because we're glad there's at least people playing, pressing play for us, you know? So we're super excited. The goal this episode is to double that to 54! 54! 54! So uh, help us get there. You know, share it, uh, tell everybody about it, you know, give us your opinion. Alrighty, so we are going to kick things off with something that caught Manny Oso's eye. Oh uh, yeah, well you know, <clears throat> God bless her, but uh, Demi Lovato, she went through the uh, the overdose. Uh, people had questions come up even though she decided to go back to rehab. Um, so something came up, uh, we're not going to grace him with... Uh, giving his name because we still think it's kind of stupid he's even talking. <laughs> I'm surprised he's not in jail. Yeah, it, I'm really surprised nothing's happening with him being put in jail or something. But apparently her drug dealer decided to do a interview with TMZ. Oh my god. Yeah, so the guy wanted to spill some beans and give a little bit of info. I'm sure he meant well, but if you watch the video on TMZ... Kind of looks like he's uh, off the, his own rockets, too. Yeah, I heard some of it while you were playing, and it definitely sounded like he was on his own supply. Well, the guy decided to go ahead and say first that he wants to make, make sure people know that he's not trying to hurt anybody. Okay, first of all, if you're the dealer of somebody that OD'd, nobody wants to hear anything from you. <laughs> And then he wanted to start spilling beans about that they may have had a sexual relationship. I mean, what yeah, now the... you're just making her seem like a like a crackhead or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, how was he able to do an interview and not get arrested? I've never known a drug dealer to be able to do an interview and not get in trouble. Like literally, famous people's families who passed away are suing doctors for giving them the shit that Demi Lovato took. And now this guy, who on the interview he even says himself, he doesn't know if his stuff is laced or not. He even said he alludes to the fact that it may have had fentanyl in it. Mm, so it's possible she didn't know what she was saying. He says, "Oh, okay. Well, I I warned her that they're not pharmaceuticals or aftermarket. Still, no nobody cares what your what, defense is. What's aftermarket mean? That it's laced or something? No, no, just that it's uh it's basically not prescribed. It's not like regulated. It's uh he gets it from countries and he doesn't even know what's in it himself. Oh, that's comforting to know. If you can't trust your drug dealer, who can you trust? Yeah, and that's the other thing that really got to me when I was listening to it. Um, haven't you ever heard of doctor-patient confidentiality? 
I'm pretty sure there's dealer customer confidentiality. I mean, Why are you talking about your customer? Your customer doesn't want you talking about them. Just like you don't want to meet their friends. Well, I, I guess this guy doesn't have a problem meeting friends. He literally did a TMZ interview. But it was funny because actually somebody... So somebody reposted what TMZ posted about, you know, trying to get the hype around getting her um, drug dealer's interview. And somebody actually commented, you know, you never, you know, black and Spanish drug dealers go to jail. White drug dealers get interviews. By TMZ. (laughs) Which is true. The society we're in, I guess. Truly do believe that. And the worst thing is that he's he's dealing stuff that it's not like people are trying to legalize fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, he's actually giving he's, a bad name and reputation. He's literally selling poison and nobody's doing anything about it. No. Yeah. I don't know. But it's the world we live in right now. It's not safe at all. It's the world we live in, uh, where I guess uh, you can give an interview if you uh, OD somebody who's famous. And not to mention all of this, like, she announces she's going back to rehab, and then her house is, like, part of some sting operation, a rob. She's not... It's just terrible. This is why you have to be careful about who you bring around. Yeah. Definitely. And definitely, maybe if you're going to get aftermarket pharmaceuticals. And have people sign form, NDAs. Yeah. Don't don't go sending text messages that are going to stay, for one thing. Did he show text messages? Well, he claims he has them. He even has the timestamp of them. No. I Listen, you can Photoshop anything. But that's the thing. Nobody cares what you have to say. Your customer almost OD'd. Yeah, that's bad for business. <laughs> yes, exactly. And now you're saying you don't even know what's in your stuff? Not only that, but here's what your reputation says about you. You will fucking dime out any customer that you have. That's exactly what And the what fact it says. that you have a customer who's famous, like Demi Lovato, that means, like, you don't give a fuck about who you're selling to because you will dime them out if you needed to. I really hope his his uh, customer base has dwindled. He better go out of business. Yes. Well, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. Like, when I saw it, I just shook my head. That's all that I could have done. Yeah, it, it's definitely crazy. But just another example of... We can't we can't hate on this guy because something worked out for him that he's able just to walk freely as a drug dealer. Which brings me to something interesting that I came across. So, you know, we did our big, you know, VMA all of our thoughts after show podcast or whatever. Um, and I'm not proud to say this, but I might have been trolling a senior high school student who was, in my opinion, talking trash about J-Lo and, like, bigging up Ashanti. I was watching. It was funny. It was funny, but I'm not proud of it. But anyway, so apparently it's no, it's, like, not a big secret. Obviously, Jennifer Lopez does not write her own music. She's not the world's greatest singer. But damn, the lady puts on a show. It's kind of like Diddy. He is not the best lyricist, but he puts one hell of a show on. Yes. So the whole back and forth is just that, you know, J-Lo should be thanking Ashanti for her success. And I just feel like that was a bit out of pocket because you can write somebody a song and they could still be a failure. That's not true. saying that Ashanti's a failure, but like 
the shade she gave at the red carpet when they asked her who are you most happy like most excited to see she said you know i'm really excited to see j-lo i hope she sings one of the songs that i wrote for her and i just feel like that shade was so unnecessary like first of all you only at the vmas because ja rule probably invited you for his two seconds that he was on stage and so like i did a little back and uh, apparently what had happened was word on the street is irv Gotti took those songs that Ashanti wrote and recorded and gave them to J-Lo. Not gave, because that's a strong word. She obviously paid for the songs. But, like, kept her, I guess, vocals as background vocals. Like, the, backup singers. On, on the actual song. Right, and all okay. the remixes that she did with Murder, Inc. But I just feel, Ashanti, what's your beef with J-Lo? That sounds like your team that fucked up. Everybody was supposed to be ready with you. He fucked up. Why you throwing shade at J Lo? I mean, honestly, if you did some kind of ghostwriting work and the person that has the material is successful with it, what's stopping you from going and trying to make some? Where you got your own Grammy, is, so where's your album? Where where is your album? <laughs> where where is your next album? You got the Grammy now. Show us you can keep doing but it. But that was otherwise, like ten years ago. Otherwise, just let J Lo have it then. Yeah. And, and that's you, what it comes down to. Let her have this moment. It was a Vanguard Award for the MZVs. Like, it wasn't a Grammy exactly. thing or anything. And you over here throwing shit. Like, obviously, it is not a secret. Everybody knows that Jayla did not write her own songs. She never once claimed that she was a songwriter. Obviously, all those Murder, Inc. remixes, we know she did not write. What that comes down to is who is representing you in the boardroom. Who, if you're not representing yourself... You know, and you have material, like Herb Gotti had your material, and you let somebody just take it away, maybe you should start representing yourself. A great philosopher once said, I hate the the game, not the player. Yeah, speaking Mm -hmm. of which, Mm -hmm. that that brings us back to something else we were talking about. Uh, The fact that right now, Odell Beckham Jr., Highest paid wide receiver in the I league saw. right now. How much is he getting? Ninety five million Mother over five years. Fucking shit. What is that even real? Is that like a real number? The funny thing is, sixty five million guaranteed, regardless if he plays or not. So let's say he gets hurt two seconds into opener, and he still gets sixty five mil. He's still getting paid. And there is a lot of biting going on. A lot of people saying that the the stats that he has compared to other wide receivers, it's not worth it or maybe they're worth as much. That goes back to what we were saying, though. Hate the game, not the player. Exactly. He obviously had the right negotiators going on with this to get that. If you don't have the right negotiations going on in the business room, where it all goes down... Who do you have to blame except what you have available? That's like, I'm sure endorsement deals he's getting, all the money from it. Like, you're right. Like, you need to have a strong... If you don't have a fighter with you, like, yeah. You're never gonna... Even if he's not worth that, he's still getting that. Now, the other thing, too, that I'll be honest, when I was younger and didn't get how the concept of doing a job right the first time, how important it is... I bring that up because a lot of people are saying, well, what does he need all that money for? 
But the thing is, these these athletes after taxes after taxes and after lawyers and after fees Agents, that they have to pay yeah. and after everything that they have to pay out of pocket, it's not like they're going home with ninety five million. But the other thing too is they're getting paid to throw that ball or catch that ball or do exactly what they have to do right every single time. You know how many baskets uh, the average person doesn't make. <laughs> Well, not LeBron. Apparently, he makes, not LeBron. You know, I mean, he you know doesn't many, make championships. You know how but many he makes baskets? Ooh, ooh. But you know how many footballs? You people who are listening to this will drop. This guy is not allowed to drop it, you or know? else he gets ridiculed. That is a lot of money on the line but for also, you to not drop the ball. Also, that's over five years. You said, yeah, nineteen million a year. Yeah. So, I mean, it is, it's still a lot of money, but it's over five years. Like, God forbid he gets hurt. Yeah. Oh, if he gets hurt, I mean, that's, that money goes away fast. And he's training 24 7. And he's got to pay for these trainers, too. Yeah. No, I believe, you know, ever since I started watching that show, Ballers, I'm a little bit of a football expert. So, just a little bit, right? I can basically coach a team. Like, when I watch Bar Rescue, I could basically run a bar uh, that's how i feel about kitchen nightmares uh but then again our kitchen is <laughs> that's terrible don't tell people that jesus <laughs> personal stuff personal stuff anyway guys thank you so much for taking the 15 minutes to listen to us so that was all the ranting and raving that we wanted to do but tell us what you think you know let us know what you think about odell beckham's contract uh, what you think about J-Lo and the Shanti, whether she should have gave her a shout out or not. I know. We want to hear from you guys. We want to be super interactive with you guys. So be sure to follow us on Facebook and uh, Instagram at Bubble Bath Stories. You can also follow me on Instagram at Nikki Trends with a Z. All right, and you can follow me on Instagram as well. Uh, I'm at uh, Got No Time for This with the letter four. I mean, with the number four. With the letter four? <laughs> the What's the letter four. four look like? A letter four. <laughs> You can also find our podcast wherever you find your most favorite podcast. So we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Facebook, Spotify. We are in there like swimwear. So thank you to the 27 people who listen to us. And for all the future listeners that are coming in, hey, if you catch us on Facebook, give us a shout out of what you want to hear about and what you're thinking about what we have here. All right. Well, live from... Live from the Thunderdome, it's Bubble Bath Stories. <sighs> <laughs> Alright, later guys. <laughs>